Hey, well, God, we just thank you for the buzz in the air. We thank you for the sunlight shining. Well, it's dark now, but it was shining. <laughs> we thank you that next week's spring break. What, what? Um, and God, we just thank you that you want to do something new and something fresh and exciting tonight, God. So, Father, the table's been set. The party's been planned. And, God, we just say, come and have your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Would you guys just do something with me and lift your hands up? Just close your eyes. Look at these hands, Jesus. These are your hands. We're yours, Lord. We're here for you. We're here to set ourselves apart again for you. We honor you. We invite you to come and have your way with us tonight. Thank you that no matter what's going on in our lives, Lord, you can work it together for our good. Wow. If you really think about that, that is amazing. So God, we're here to give you our stresses, our anxieties, our worries about the future, our worries about relationship, knowing that you can make it work for our good. We give it to you tonight, Lord. Breakthrough in this place. We invite you. Oh, so good. For you made all things work together for my good. For you made all things work together for Sing that again. You made all things work together for my good. We declare this. You made all things work together for my good. Then you made all things work together for my good.
Maybe pain in the night, 
Father, I thank you that the act of you dying on a cross changed everything, God. I thank you, Father, that you stayed on that wooden, rugged tree for each and every one of us, God. But God, I thank you that the story doesn't stop there. The story doesn't end there. That after Friday, Sunday does come. <laughs> that after dying on the cross, resurrection life does come. And guys, I just picture <laughs> what it was like for the two guards standing outside of Jesus' tomb. Imagine, they're standing there, put yourself in the story. And suddenly, things move. Things begin to change. The big boulder guarding, guarding his tomb begins to shake and move. And suddenly, you're in a room of darkness. But when he walks in, everything changes. When light enters the room, it's no longer dark. I just ask you, what situation are you in right now that you just need him to walk into the room and say, I'm with you. You're not alone. It's going to be okay. Because no matter what storm we're in, no matter what situation we're in, no matter how dark the room is, when he walks in, things begin to change. Thank you, God. At the cross, everything changed, but it didn't stop there. Come invade this place, God. Invade our hearts. And change us from inside out.
of your presence and just an increase in our awareness of your presence just eyes and ears to see and hear what you're doing we just want more of your presence we're here for you Lord we want to know you more We love you, Jesus. Can you guys just hold out your hands for me like you're going to receive a gift? I don't know if you've ever been to like a basketball playoff game or football game or anything, but you, sometimes you can just feel the electricity in the air, like the excitement, the energy. I just feel something in this room tonight. Will you just ask God, what do you want to give you tonight? What does he want to do into your life? Just ask him. Caleb Hummer, I just see the Lord on you right now in a powerful way, man. Just keep soaking it in. <laughs> You're a leader of leaders. You know this. taking us deeper, God. God, will you just deposit something new? David Denault, God wants to do something new in your life tonight. I just hear him saying, will you let me? Will you let me do something new? Yeah, I hear that for you too, Nate Wells. Some, some of us have been in this for a while, but he wants to take us deeper. Eric Greenwell, I just see a refreshing coming over you tonight. Just a refreshing. Kevin, I see an excitement and a joy coming on you right now. Refreshment from work. I just hear a new beginning. Jamie, I just hear new hope over you. New hope. Just bless what you're doing in this room tonight, God. Just 
God, we just bless what you're doing, Father. <laughs> we just bless what you're doing. Yeah. Father, we love you. We thank you, God, that you are here. We thank you that you're doing something new in our lives. You're doing something new in my life. God, we just bless what you're doing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You guys may have a seat. Hey, can we give the worship band a round of applause, please? Man, I don't know about you, but sometimes I can just soak in there all night. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for coming out the night before, or the week before spring break. It's cool to see, uh, yeah, just numbers. It's fun. It just gets the energy going when people are here. So thank you so much for coming out. My name is Ryan Otto. I'm blessed to be the college pastor here with the live. If this is your first time, thank you for joining us. And hey, you have a special treat, whether this is your first time or your 50th time, because we got an awesome, powerful man of God sharing the word tonight. And uh, of course, I have to share a funny story about him as I welcome him up. And it's a story that probably half of you, so can you just raise your hand? Yeah, keep that muted for a second. Thanks. Um, <laughs> raise your hand if you know David Hamilton, like on a personal level. Okay. So about, about half of you, about half of you, okay. Well, the other half of you are going to get to know him real good after this. <laughs> I don't know, I hope that might be scary or it might excite you. So I'll let you be the judge. <laughs> Abby Ann's like, amen. <laughs> so some of you guys, probably a lot of you have heard this story, but I got to tell it. And it just never, you know, sometimes stories are just so good, they just never get old. I know there's a lot of stories about that like me. But when I first met David, we were, um, I was a squad leader for the world race. And I literally were, so we're at training camp in Georgia, and all of us are going on the world race, 11 countries, 11 months, and there's probably like, what, 500 people there, five or six squads of 50 people. And so I'm his squad leader, and I'm trying to get to know him and the other people on the squad. And David just stands out, not just because he has orange hair, but because he just has this amazing heart, you know. And, and every time, you know, you'd say, hey, dude, how are you? And literally, guys, no exaggeration, I kid you, it's like this. Dude, I'm great. I'm blessed and highly favored. And like, I'm like, oh, awesome, you know? And then like, like an hour later, bro, how are you? Blessed and highly favored. And like, he literally had the step in it, in it all. It's like, blessed and highly favored. Like, and like, it was just like, literally every time, like, we're like, like, hiking in the woods seven in the morning we us dudes had to like swim in the rain like a mile we're in the water David how you doing blessed and highly favored I don't even know how he made this step up when we're in the water but like it just it didn't change and we're like who is this dude like who says that all the time like I mean it was kind of weirded me out a little bit you know to the fact like we're on a bus ride I'm like dude do you like I know you're always you're blessed and highly favored but do you ever like say anything else he's like no why wouldn't I? And like these big eyes, like like just looking at me like I'm an idiot, you know? Like, why would you even ask something like that, you know? It's like asking like, do you not like Lucky Charms or something? It's just, you know? And um, so I was just, it just blesses me to like think about that and just, because it reflects his heart. The dude is always positive. He always sees the best in people. 
I can't, I've only seen him mad once out of the three or four years I've known him, and that lasted for about one minute, and then he asked for forgiveness, and he came over and gave me a hug. <laughs> but he just, he just sees the best in people, and he's just positive. And I just think this, we're, we're on this journey, we're going through the book of Acts, and we're going to look at Acts 9 tonight, the story of God changing Saul to Paul. And it just so reflects David's heart and what God's done in his life. And he's a man on a mission now. If you know him, man, you got to keep up with him because he's running after the Lord. Okay, I hope you got your running shoes on because this dude's a sprinter. But man, he's going after it. So guys, I'm excited tonight. And I just thought it'd be so cool to bless him and to pray him in by asking his, his girlfriend's dad, maybe future father-in-law down the road, what, what, <laughs> to, to just pray David in. And uh, this is Mr. Irwin, guys. Can we give him a round of applause? Hey, am I on? Hey, it's, uh, thank you. It's an honor to be here. Uh, I don't think I see any of my students here, so you're okay. Uh, <laughs> I teach here at the U of I, so that's why I was... Absolutely. For you, Ryan, extra credit. So I just want to uh, say uh, I'm excited about your message, David. I really am. And so I just want to say a quick uh, prayer of some things that uh, God's put on my heart for you. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you have set this time apart for the message that you have implanted and imparted into David's heart. And I just ask, I was thinking singing those worship songs, that just the fire of the Holy Spirit would just come upon David now. Um, just, I had no idea that he was speaking on the conversion of uh, Paul, and just like that, I just pray for power in his message, that there would be power that can only come through the Holy Spirit in his words tonight. Just fill him with your spirit, a supernatural a sense of peace and power, God. And we're just excited to hear what you're going to do through that word. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. Wow. Yeah, thank you so much. Definitely honored. Man. <laughs> so as you guys know, my name is David Hamilton, and uh, definitely a coach here. And my why for this place and this space for being a coach is like, I just, I just love Jesus, and I love to come along, you guys, and just love being, uh, yeah, in college and love just the journey of being in college as a college student and following more in Christ. And a few of the things I do as a coach is I am part of evangelism where we go and we talk to people and we like represent alive. It's kind of like inviting people to the house of God. And then I'm also a part of HOTS, which is healing on the streets. And we kind of go post up next to campus and it's kind of like bringing God's house to them. It's praying for people and people experiencing like God's healing and his love and his reality. And uh, so this is kind of, kind of what I do. Um, a little more about me, like I said, I'm full-time student. I actually go to Parkland, what, what? Yeah! <laughs> and uh, I'm enjoying the semester, it can be a grind. My favorite class is astronomy. Like we're talking about the solar system and all these stars. I'm like, dude, it blows my mind. And uh, my least favorite class is uh, LAS. It's a liberal arts and science. 
I still don't even really know what that means, but like, it's so much writing. Like we just turned in like an eight page, eight page paper and I love, I love my professor. And she's like, all right, class. Now we're gonna work on our new paper. And we're all looking at each other like, we just turned in a paper. Like this is so much writing, and man. Definitely a grind, so I know where you guys are coming from. Um, as, if you guys don't know me, I would love to catch up with you. I have amazing lifelong friends here. i got an amazing girlfriend as well, Kate. And uh, so it's just been a sweet ride coming here and uh, continuing uh, with all that God's been doing in my life and this journey. And speaking of journey, like, as a ministry, we've been going through the book of Acts. Like, we've been in the journey of, like, going through Acts, and uh, really the heartbeat of Alive is, like, experiencing God as the early believers did in the book of Acts. Through the Holy Spirit and through this life, they all became family. And that's kind of why we've been going through Acts and the journey of seeing the Holy Spirit actually break out into miracles. And people are just experiencing God's power and his love. Like people are getting, uh, yeah, it's just um, healed. Like the sick are becoming healed and it's just testifying. They're like, what? Like what is this greater power? You don't know his name's Jesus. And um, so the early believers are just gaining a lot of momentum. A lot of the disciples are talking about Jesus. And uh, with a lot of the influence the disciples are getting, there's actually some opposition. Like, and persecution breaks out. And as persecution is breaking out, there's this man named uh, Saul, and he is a very, very religious leader. And um, before I, I, I jump into looking at Saul and looking at my life, there's actually uh, kind of like interwoven how I'm going to talk about Saul's life and my life, and they're, they're like interwoven. I kind of like this. This is like a new dance move, you know, what? But uh, <laughs> as we really go into it, I've titled this message, Breakthrough for Breakthrough. It sounds awesome, but like, what exactly is breakthrough? Like, what is that? Breakthrough is an internal or external change that takes us closer into a relationship with Jesus. And usually with a breakthrough, there's like a clear shift. You can usually see kind of a shift that happens. and be like, wow, that person did change. That person is talking about Jesus. And there's an amazing uh, breakthrough that happens in Saul's life. And that's what I want to look at. And Saul is, like I was talking about, he was one of the people that was actually persecuting. He was going around. He was a very, very religious leader. And uh, he was known as a Pharisee. And a Pharisee was a Jewish religious leader at the time. And he was going after people who talked about Jesus and who proclaimed Jesus. And he was trying to find them. And he was trying to find them, trying to capture them. And he was with a group of people. And as he's uh, going, I actually uh, just want to like show what happens to Saul as he's going in this place and in this life is what happened to me. And like I said, Saul was very religious. He was very religious. And I, for me personally, I grew up not really going to church. I didn't know much about God. I didn't know how to relate to him. I didn't really understand, like, I, I think there's a God, but I'm not sure. And it wasn't until where my mom got remarried, I was about 14 years old, and we moved from Georgia up to Iowa. And as we moved, <laughs> yeah, Iowa. <laughs> 
um, as we moved up to uh, Iowa, my mom married uh, uh, a man that's very, very a devout Catholic. And for me, this was my first time, like, kind of experiencing, like, okay, like, so there is a God, I'm not sure. And, um, and so I went to the Catholic church for about four years of my life. And for me, I didn't really know how to relate to God. But through this time, like, I just want to say, like, I love Catholics. Like, I really do. I have such a heart for them. But for me, in my personal experience, like, I never experienced a relationship with God in it. I felt like I always had to do something. The biggest thing that I knew, like, what to do for God or how to relate is uh, it's called the symbol of the cross. And I don't know if you've, you've seen it. It's like uh, the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It's very respectable. It honors God. And, uh, but for me, like, I was a teenager at the time, so, like, when everyone, and everyone does it at the same time, everyone does it at the same time, and I'm, like, looking around, I'm, like, okay, if I beat everyone, I get extra points, right? Isn't that how that works? I'm, like, I don't know, so I'm, like, looking around, and I, I try to race the pastor, that's for extra, extra points, and, um, and as I'm doing it, I'm, like, I always thought, like, I'm, like, this is really cool, like, maybe it's, like, a ninja, like, tradition, I was, like, man, I always wanted to be a ninja, it just was right up my alley, <laughs> And, um, but that was my only really way to relate to God or kind of like understand God. I, I, I like thought I had to do something for him. And that's what I learned is like religion is like you have to do something for God. It always feels like you have to do something for him. And relationship with the Lord is being with him. It's knowing him. It's hearing and experiencing his reality and his love. And so I want to look at what happens to Saul. In Acts chapter 9, starting at verse 3, it's talking about Saul, and he's actually on a horse just trying to set up the scene. He's on a horse, and he's with a few people. And uh, Acts chapter 9, verse 3, it says this. Now, as he was on his way, he approached Damascus. And I just want to pause right there. Because Saul didn't know something, and you usually don't know until looking back. <clears throat> Saul was on this road of religion. He, wasn't, he didn't understand or have a relationship. He was on this road of religion that was leading him actually to destruction. And I was on this road for 23 years of my life. I, I thought I kind of knew about God, but I, I didn't really have a relationship with him. And I was looking for love. I was looking for things that would validate me. I was addicted to pornography. Like, I was addicted to drinking. Like, I thought I could find love through, like, women. I had so many heartbreaks. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I was even made for. I don't know if you guys ever felt like that. But it, it can be almost like, where am I? What's going on? What's happening? And I want to continue to reading the verse. Because I was on this road, and it says, Now as he went on his way, he approached Damascus, and suddenly, yeah, a light from heaven shone all around him. Like, what? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine just walking down the street, you know, what's up? And then, and then light from heaven's like, you're like, like Man, that would be so intense if that really happened. Light from heaven just erupting and radiating and piercing through the sky. So what happens next? Got to get my Bible. (laughs) (laughs) 
It says, and falling to the ground, speaking of Saul, falls to the ground. He heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you, are you persecuting me? And this is Saul speaking. He, and he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city, and you will be, our, you will be told what to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless. I love that. They're like, what do we say? Like, what's going on here? Hearing the voice, but seeing no one, Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were open, he could not see anything. He saw nothing. He was blind in the moment. <clears throat> and it's, it's so intense what happens here. Like, God just broke through into Saul's life in a way that he would never expect. And God broke through religion. He broke through what Saul felt like he had to do. He was like, I thought I had to go and do all these things for you. I thought I had to go and persecute Christians for you. And he hears the first time of Jesus' voice. The first time he hears God's voice speak to him. <laughs> and Jesus said, I am Jesus. Like, that's what God said to him in the moment, and it revealed so much. And now I kind of want to unpackage this, because you're like, well, wait, he, like, he stood up blind, like, he couldn't see, like, what's going on here? And, like, actually, God's holiness and his power, like, it's so much that a mere man couldn't handle. It's too beautiful. It's too magnificent. And it's amazing. However, in the breakthrough, in the midst of suffering, even though he couldn't see, like there was still a reality that, that he was awakened to the spiritual realm. Like even though he couldn't see this physical place and the, the, the treasures of this world, he found the treasure both of heaven and earth, which is Jesus. A lot of times we're looking for things and he found something through love because love pursued him and love never fails. That God spoke in relationship that I am Jesus. And instantly, like, God, God had just moved in such a way that Jesus changed his life. Jesus changed Saul's life. And what's amazing is that's what happened to me. Like I said, I, I was a teenager, went to a Catholic mass, and then um, I went into the military. I was like, dude, tried it. Yeah, not really feeling it. Like, yeah, church life, no, I'm good. And I went into the military, and I served for uh, a few years. And while I was in the military, I got probably the best stationary. I went out to Italy, amazing place. And as I'm there, I found um, uh, just awesome believers. And I remember... I remember uh, someone uh, just be like, yo, like, dude, you should come to my church. I'm like, ah, I, I kind of felt like that, no. Um, and I'll never forget, <clears throat> it was a Saturday afternoon, and I'm talking to this guy. His name's Big Dave. He, awesome dude, love the Lord. And um, he's talking, he looks at, he's talking, and he's asked me such a critical question in my life. He's like, what do you want out of life? 
I'm like, I don't know. I'm pounding drinks on the other line. He doesn't know this. I'm like drinking, and, and he's like, well, what do you want out of life? I'm like, a family. I want to be able to, to know love and give love. And he's like, come to my church. Come to my church. I guarantee you'll get a family. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and, and so the next day, the next day, somehow I wasn't, I wasn't like, had a hangover. Thank you, Jesus. And I, I, I went in, I went into church and uh, I was there. And as soon as I walked in, guys, people were like, hey, how's it going? Give me bear, big, big hugs and like bear hugs. And I'm like, you know, about to do a handshake, but they're like, no, come in. I'm like, this is amazing, a little awkward, but really good. Like, not used to all the hugs. And, um, and as soon as worship started, I saw people actually going like this and like lifting holy hands, as scripture talks about, and they're willingly to, like, to bow and to kneel before God. And I'm looking around, I'm like, this is so different than what I'm used to. They have a relationship. There's a reality of God in their lives that I don't know, that I don't understand. What is this? And I felt God's presence through the Holy Spirit. I felt him awaken something in my heart. I felt him giving me hope again. And I'll never forget at the end of the message, after, oh man, I was just on the edge of my chair, the, the pastor came up to me and he looked at me and he's like, you know, what did you think of the service? I was like, it was fantastic. I've never seen this type of before, you know? It's just so passionate. People are, you know, I don't, I don't understand, but it was great. He is like, well, if you died tonight, do you know where you would go? I was like, Phew. I mean, I, I got baptized when I was younger. I, and he was like, well, it's, it's actually not based on what you do. It's based on what God does. And he's already done it. And he smiles. He's like, do you want to know where you'll go? I'm like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> he's like, it's a relationship. You can start a relationship with the Lord. Just say as simple as this, like, God, I want to have a relationship with you. I give you my heart. I give you my everything because you have given me everything. And he, he led me through a prayer, and that night changed my life. There was amazing, amazing breakthrough. And in the course of a year, a single year of walking with the Lord and learning my relationship with him, he broke off addictions of my life. He broke off years of being addicted to pornography, years of drinking. He broke off years of where I had to go and talk to women for affirmation and things like this. And like he even started to fill me with self-love. I'm like, yes, I don't, I'm no longer like, like, I hate myself. Like, and he started giving me self-worth. And he started restoring my purity and allowing me to see myself as valuable and pure. And I don't know if you guys ever felt like that. It's like, God, it, it, is there a chance that you can restore this? Can you change this part of my life through relationship and your Holy Spirit? And that's a reality that God wants for all of us. He loves us. It's not based on what he does, like what we do, but it's based on what he's done and what he's going to do. And so, <laughs> man, God's so good. <laughs> so uh, during the process of the year, I won't lie, there was some suffering involved. 
I was at work and I'm, it's a different culture in the military. I lost all my friends. They're all my drinking buddies. I, I became pretty popular to not popular at all. But I realized like, even though I lost all my friends, I gained family through my church. I gained family who would be there for me on the worst nights of my life. I gained family that was able to be there for a 3 a.m. phone call and a drive or whatever it was. And I realized that's what love is. That's what family is. And that's what we honestly try to cultivate here at Alive. We wanna be family for you guys because we've been family and we know what love is like and to pursue it. And so... Yeah, God was so good. He actually gave me older men as accountability partners because like sexual sin is a huge struggle. It's rampant and it, it, it destroys our lives. It was a struggle back and forth. I, I love Jesus. I don't want to do this. I don't want to fall into this. And I had older men to help me with this. If you fall, get back up. It's okay. Brush yourself off. It's okay. And I was honest with them, and they helped me with my journey, with my relationship with Jesus. And like I said, in a year, it was gone. And I really encourage you because this was such a game changer for me. I got a filter on my computer. It's very practical, and like I encourage everyone here, like don't give an enemy a foothold. Like don't don't open this door. Like just it, it's only a few dollars, and it's so worth it. It's so worth it. So I encourage you guys, like. Get, get a filter, get like, you know, invested in the small groups. That's what the small groups are for is to kind of cultivate that family dynamic because we don't want to be alone in this. It can be a fight. There can be suffering involved. And with that, like, like I said, I lost a lot of friends. And as I was in the military, um, people started calling me smiley because I smiled all the time. My, I, I changed from frowny to smiley. <laughs> like, I was like, man, it's so good. And no one told me in front of me, but they knew they were behind, talking behind my back. Like, dude, that guy's a Jesus freak. <laughs> Bro, man, I couldn't stop talking about my savior. <laughs> As Ryan was saying, I was telling everyone, yo, I'm blessed and highly favored. Come get this. Like, Jesus changed my life. Oh, so good. <laughs> It did. He did. That's right. Woo. I know. That's how you know it's official. <laughs> oh, man. Man. And so God is so faithful to restore anything that you feel like you've lost. Like, he is going to be faithful to restore it. He's changed Saul's life. He's changed my life. And he is exhilarated. He wants to change your life. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And going fast forward a little bit with Saul and what's happening with Saul. So he's blind. He doesn't know what's going on. They take him to Damascus, and he's there for about three days. And uh, he's fasting. He's in first time in relationship with the Lord. And this man named Ananias, another man that God comes and speaks to Ananias. And he's like, Ananias, go pray for this man named Saul. And Ananias is like, God, are you sure? Him? Are you sure him? Like, he's persecuting us. He hates us. Are you sure you want me to go and pray for him? And there was a struggle in this man's heart. And the Lord's like, yes, Ananias, go pray for him. I have plans for that man. And that's what he's saying tonight for us. I have plans for you. No matter where you feel like you are in this journey, I have plans for you. <laughs> and there was a breakthrough in Ananias' heart 
there was a breakthrough. He's like, all right, God, I'm gonna go pray for him. And in that moment, he goes and he's gonna become a breakthrough for Saul. And what does that look like? Well, let's look at verse 17. It says, so Ananias departed and entered the house and laying his hands on him, he said, brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road by which you came has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately, something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized. And taking some food, he was strengthened. Ananias experienced a breakthrough in his heart to be a breakthrough for Saul. And Jesus changed Saul's life. And in this moment, we see the unraveling of what happened to Saul and what changes him to become, as what a lot of us know him, as Paul. And his identity was changed. His life was changed through relationship. And Paul is one of the most radical people that we, we experience and see. He's, churning, he's planting churches all across the world. He's like representing, he's preaching the gospel. People are like, they're like upset, but he keeps preaching. He's like, God has changed my life. People need to know it. They need to know it because he's so real. He's so real. He wants to change your life because he loves you. He writes 13 letters of the New Testament. God is using him powerfully and radically. And that's what God did with my life. He changed my life. And now I'm honored to speak to you guys. And he's using me powerfully. I'm praying for the sick. I'm serving the poor. I'm loving whoever's in front of me because God has changed my life. And I guarantee God wants to change your life. He wants to change your life. Tonight is a night where he is gonna change your life. And it's through relationship, it's through love. It's just saying, God, I know you love me. Show me how much. And he's so faithful for it. And so if you guys, well, I've, I've got a clip and we're gonna show this clip and I'm gonna come back up. We're gonna kind of talk about the clip and what happens. And in the clip, there's Saul on a horse and he's riding out and he's gonna get uh, a full picture of the light of heaven. All right, so if you guys will watch this with me. I don't know why they run from me. They should be grateful and saving them from God's judgment. Do they even care about God? No. They abandoned God to follow this dirty, uneducated scum. Jesus! 
mind. the street called straight. Ask for a man they call Paul of Tarsus. Paul? But he beats us. He arrests your followers everywhere. I have chosen him to proclaim my name to the world, to the Gentiles. Their kings and the sons of Israel. Go. Who's there? Who are you? Speak! I am one of those you want to destroy.
know you. You came to my house. No. No. No, don't leave me. Oh, don't leave me. I, Ananias, baptize you, Paul, in the name of Jesus Christ. For he has chosen you to change the world in his name. see how in the midst of not knowing how God still had a plan for him and there's probably some places in our lives if we're all honest like I just don't know I don't know where this is going what's going to happen here this or that but I know that you're worth everything I know that you can change my life and just those words how God said to Paul or Saul into Paul I have a plan to change the world through you. And God wants to choose you to change the world. He wants to choose you. He wants to change your life as much and drastically as, as he changed Saul's. Saul was persecuting people. He was trying to do things. He was killing people. He was hurting people. And God changed his life where he's praying for people, where he's loving people, where he's showing people the love of God. So if you all will please join me in seeing yourself on that horse as Saul. If you're like me, it's kind of like a donkey. I don't know how to horseback ride, but. <laughs> no, but seriously, let's all just close our eyes. Let's just close our eyes and find us in that place, in that space, in time and history. As we're on this horse, the horse is strong, it's sturdy, it's powerful, it's mighty and you're holding on the reins to the horse. You're gripping the leather, you feel it. You feel the blood coursing through your veins as the horse is galloping, as the horse is picking up pace. You feel the breeze coming against your face. And you look up beyond the horizon and you see in the far distance, the desert, and you're on your way. And the light of heaven shines all around you. The light of heaven pierces back the darkness in your life and it opens up a reality 
to you. And God opens up a relationship and says, I am Jesus. I love you. I've waited so long for this moment. Will you follow me? I want to change your life. Will you trust me? And guys, as, as we're praying and talking to God, I encourage you. I encourage you. As the worship band is singing this song, during the song, if you feel like that's me, I want to start a relationship with Jesus Christ. Or maybe it's, I have a relationship, but I want to go deeper. I want to go further in my relationship because I just don't want to do things. I want to have a real relationship and allow him to change my life. I encourage you guys during the song to stand up. And I know I'll be standing up because I want a deeper relationship with Christ. And if you guys want a certain breakthrough in a certain way, please come back to the back of the area. We have leaders and ministers to pray for you, to stand in the gap, to believe and know that tonight is your night, that God wants to change your life. Promise good to me. 
is yours. You guys sing it.
All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming out tonight. But hey, before we leave, we're going to do one more song. <laughs> Psych. Um, hey, but sometimes when I just have a hard time connecting, if you need to leave, there's food and drinks in the back. Feel free. But we're going to do one more song. Um, and will you just worship this song? Like literally picture Jesus in the room. Just close your eyes if you can. Picture Jesus in the room. And just imagine how you would worship the first time you see him in heaven. And this isn't just to get a response from you. When I have a hard time checking in, this is what I do. And watch how he'll move.
What's that fourth verse? Anybody know it? Ah. That's what we're waiting for, Jesus. That's right. That's what we're waiting for. Shall return in robes of life. The sizing sun shall pierce the night, and I will rise among the saints. My case transfixed on Jesus. Thank you. Are you doing that? You closing? No, you got it. Close us out, man. <laughs> Unmute him, Jesus. That's all right. We'll wait for it, just like we're waiting for Jesus to come back. It's the same, same thing. Here we go. There we go. Boom. Awesome. Thank you, Jesus, for all that you're doing, Lord. Thank you that you're all that you've done, Lord. And I thank you so much for what you're going to continue to do in us, Lord. And we thank you. We just thank you so much for David's message of your, just straight from your heart, Lord, about how you want to change us and you want to use us, Lord. And we just pray right now that every one of us would just leave.
we've blessed and leave knowing that we are qualified, that we are qualified through your blood, Lord, and that you want to use us, Lord Jesus. And we thank you for that. And we just, yeah, you are so good and we love you, Lord. We love you so much. name we pray. We thank you, God. You are so good. Amen. And, and there's a mission team that's going out, like, the beginning of the spring break. So, like, we just want to bless them, and we just pray right now, God, that you would just bless all of them. And if, just if you're, if you're going on the mission trip, can you just raise your hand really quick? Uh, and just people that are around them, what? Oh, you want to come up front, and then we'll just, like, yeah. We'll do that, yeah. Mission team, woo woo! Yeah, this is awesome. Dude, this is gonna be so awesome. They're like, they're going to Mexico, it's gonna be great. Woo! Yeah, dude, wow, there's lots of them. Dude, that's an awesome, sweet. Well, yeah. Lord Jesus, we just thank you for them and thank you for all these guys and we pray that you'd bless each one of them, that all of them would just feel like your touch and just that you would use them in amazing, mighty ways on this mission trip, Lord, that they're going to Zacatecas, Mexico and I pray that your heart would just be unleashed on the people there and that your heart would just be changed them and in order to change like others and bless them, Lord. We just pray that your fingerprints would just be all over this trip from beginning to end and that you'd fill all of them right now. Just bless them, Jesus, just bless them. Lord, we send them out as our family and we're just so excited to hear the stories that they're gonna come back with, Lord. And we just pray for every single one of them, Lord Jesus. I feel like there's a supernatural empowering for this team right now the spirit lives in you the spirit of god lives in you and everything that he has you have and so lord right now i just release words of knowledge and words of prophecy and healing hands every gift lord every good and perfect gift comes from you and you have gifts in them that you want to release through them in jesus name right now some of you are going to have uh, sensations in different parts of your body and that is kind of saying if it's your hands, it's, it's usually healing. If it's your mouth, it's usually proclaiming and speaking and encouraging. Some of, some of you are going to feel it in your, even in your belly. So, Lord, I bless that right now. Let's just bless them. Lord, the, the same power that raised you from the dead, God, that's the power that they're bringing with them and releasing in that place and restoring hope, restoring future. For those that have lost sight of that, Lord. So I, I thank you for that, just releasing that in Jesus' name. More, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Lord, we thank you so much for what you're doing, Lord. We thank you. You're so good. Yeah, God, so we just send our family out. We bless them. We say we believe in them. We support them. I just thank you for their faithfulness, God, that so many said signed up for this thing and they didn't have a dollar in their bank account. Or they didn't know how you were going to support them, God, but you did, and they're going. 
and they're going in your name for your fame and your glory. So God, we just bless them as a family and say we are with you and we are for you. Go in the name of us and go in the name of Jesus. Be hope to the hopeless. Laugh with people who are mourning. Hug people who feel alone. And be the hands and feet and heart of your Lord and our Lord, Jesus Christ. We can't wait to have you come back and hear the God sightings of how God moved in you and through you. And as a church, I feel like, can we commit to be praying for them over the week of spring break? And don't feel pressure, but can you just raise your hand if you commit to praying for them? And guys, I just want you to open your eyes and see all these hands raised saying that we're going to pray for you. We're going to send you guys out. And you have a family back here waiting for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey, is anyone else going over, like, traveling somewhere for mission trip or vacation? That's fine, too. Just raise your hand. Are you traveling anywhere? Yeah? God, we just bless them. You guys just want to pray real quick. Just, we just pray. Can you keep your hands raised, raised so I can see you? Uh, we just pray safety in Jesus' name. Talk, David. We just pray safety in Jesus' name. Luke, you just want to put your hands in J- over on Jake. Just pray safety in Jesus' name, God. We just pray that you bring them back safe and sound. And we just thank you. As family we go and as family we stay. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you for coming out. Have an amazing spring break. Hey, the the week that we're back, our senior pastor, Diane Lehman, is coming here to speak. It's going to be an awesome night, so we hope to see you then. God bless. Now at his feet.